coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Actually, I think it's kind of cool that you call them flatbread pizzas Mm -hmm. because I'm always like, okay, we have pizza, we have flatbread. What's the difference? There is none. Right. So let's just call it flatbread pizza. I still have the nightmares from McDonald's, but (laughs) I am a graduate of Hamburger University. Thank you very much. That's cool. Uh, We started in 2008. Really, it was kind of a response to the real estate market was crashing and I didn't want to have to get a real job again. from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download. And then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured guest is Brian Longstreth from Punky's Bar and Grill. Punky serves up Americana upscale bar food in the Grand Central District. We will also talk about Brian's bed and breakfast, Gay St. Pete House, and his event, Come Out St. Pete. For our musical guest today, we have an encore appearance by Jordan Esker. We have a great show, so so stick stick around. I love soup, and I'm always in search of a great soup. Ramen is just so complex and delicious with layers of complex flavors in its broth. Booyah Ramen is one of my favorite places in downtown St. Pete, so much so that I recently included them on my top five Asian noodle soups list for their pork belly ramen. Now, Booyah's success is not just about the ramen. It's a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with house-crafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya, too. Those are small plates of different types of appetizers that are delicious, as well as the ramen. The ambiance of the place, along with the friendliness of the owners and staff, really adds to the character and charm of Booyah. And to add to its coolness, the owners are actually opening up four more stores, one in Miami and three in Berlin of all places. Yes, Berlin, Germany. How cool is that? Booyah Ramen is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, Booyah? One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years, and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger, too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. 
Check out Engine Number no. 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Godby. And I'm his co-host, Lori Brown. Or maybe not his co-host, your co-host. Yes. <laughs> and our guest today is the owner-operator of Punky's Bar and Grill. Please welcome Brian Longstreth. Welcome, Thank you. Brian. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Longstreth. So, I'm not picking on you, but your last name reminds me, it seems like it would be Longstretch, but with a lisp. Well, that, that happens a lot, <laughs> depending where we've been drinking. Have you, <laughs> has anyone ever called you Longstretch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Lots okay. of other names, too. But. <laughs> well, I mean, I've known your name around the real estate world for a long time, yeah. so, yeah. So, you are a native Floridian. I am. You have been in St. Pete since 90, no, 84. 84. Since 84, and you are originally from Bradenton, yes? Yes. And you, but you went to Buholtz High School. Yeah, we, I went back and forth between Bradenton, Punta Gorda, and Gainesville. Most of my time in Gainesville, actually. Right, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you went to University of Florida, too. Go yeah. Gators. Yeah, go Gators. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I didn't catch that one. Of course you would. I did. I also, my best friend from college went to Buholtz. So that, oh. when I saw it, I went, oh my gosh, you went to Buholtz. That's crazy. Pretty cool. You've been a realtor since 92. Are you active in real estate? I still am. I, I have kind of slowed down a little bit with all my other interests and... Uh, uh, but still enjoy, you know, doing real estate with customers. And mm-hmm. I have a bed and breakfast also, which I get a lot of customers from as well. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Where's that at? Uh, it's Gay St. Pete House. It's in right. Central Oak Park neighborhood. Ah, okay. Basically the center of the city. Yes. <laughs> and you are also very active in the uh, LGBT community. Yes. yes. You forgot and the Q, honey. I did? <laughs> Sorry. LGBTQ. And um, then there's plus. That's what happens yeah, for, that's oh, what, okay. for everybody else that supports us. There you go. That's what happens when I copy paste from somewhere that forgot it. What got you into the restaurant, bar, restaurant business? I was actually in it a long time ago uh, before I got into real estate. And uh, it was in the franchises of the world mm-hmm. um, and got very tired of corporate franchise stuff and mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons i got my real estate license oh interesting so who were you with uh mcdonald's uh-huh. and and after mcdonald's uh grandies and racks and did some consulting oh, wow. for grandies some, and I racks know. i haven't those names are so old i know <laughs> yeah i don't even know those. did some consulting for them for a while and it was like okay it's really time to get out of the restaurant okay. business so it was time to get out of the restaurant business but then you came back yeah, I, I think it's one of those things. It's in your blood, mm-hmm. um, and and you re- always want to try it again and do it the way you want to do it, and and so uh, uh, it really was a a series of events. I had actually listed the restaurant for sale, mm-hmm. um, and had been talking to <laughs> other restaurants about going there and trying to get them there, mm-hmm. and then that was when Georgie's Alibi announced they were closing. Uh, right, and. Uh, and so everybody's kind of scrambling, what are we going to do? Left what are we going to do? Left a void that you filled. That I thought we could fill, help fill. I mean, I don't think anything will ever replace Georgie's. No, it was, it kind was of a an special institution, place. yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but definitely we thought, you know, there's, there's an opportunity there. Chance, hey, there's a great building in the Grand Central District. Mm-hmm. And so we really just thought, um, let's take off with it and go. And I, I have some other partners in it. I'm not the only owner. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have uh, coming up on our fourth year in December. Congratulations. And... Uh, Going strong. So is that still Lynn Debert and John Burt, yeah. co-owners? Mm-hmm. 
And Laura Shelton. And Laura Shelton. Okay. okay. How would you describe the food offerings at Punky's in a phrase? Americana upscale bar food. I okay. Don't know. That's, gonna... that's, that's kind of what I was going to say, but yeah. sometimes I, I don't want to assume. I'm, there's been a couple times where I've said it and they're like, no, that's not what it is. And I would call <laughs> it a, a very um, fun, jovial environment. Just, you know, laid yeah. back or, and you do a lot of uh, events and such there. Yeah, we do a lot of events. We have different types of entertainment. Uh, we have the, the drag show on Saturdays and we have drag bingo on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> We usually have live music on the patio on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And so we, we mix in a lot of different things uh, to uh, create you know, a welcoming environment for everybody. Yeah, and you have almost something for everyone uh, as far as the food goes. There's the wings, burgers, sandwiches, fried shrimp, fried, fried green tomatoes. Yes. Yummy. If you have, have you had those? I think I did have them there, but I was there like three years ago. So I we, don't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and we're definitely going soon because I want to try the chili Yes. The prime rib on sourdough sandwich Ooh. and the Cuban sandwich. And also you guys have right next to the fried green tomatoes, there's green beans. Fried, fried green beans. Fried green Yummy. beans. We, we call them our cracked green beans because <laughs> they, they are very addictive. <laughs> and there's a whole selection of flatbread pizzas. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I think it's kind of cool that you call them flatbread pizzas mm-hmm. because I'm always like, okay, we have pizza, we have flatbread. What's the difference? There is none. Right. So let's just call it flatbread pizza. Yeah. yeah. Finally, somebody being honest about it. <laughs> well, and those that talk about, you know, pineapple on pizzas, yes, we have a Hawaiian, but it comes with mango habanero sauce, ham mm. and bacon and pineapple and cheese. It's okay. really good. Right. That then makes me at least consider having the pineapple what, on What, the it's, habanero? <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty tasty. It's yeah, got, you know, it's got mm-hmm. the little sweetness from the pineapple and, mm-hmm. and then a little, little kick from the mango habanero. So way back when you were got your experience at McDonald's and other places, were there any things from those experiences that you learned that still do apply to doing what you're doing now? Oh, sure. I, you know, I still have the nightmares from McDonald's, but <laughs> the, uh, the emphasis on controls and food costs and, and labor costs and things right. like that are, are ingrained, and it's very helpful in trying to you know, make sure we keep I'm everything sure, I'm sure in the budgets. training process for yeah. you, too, as well, right? Yeah, and the, it's, you know, McDonald's, I, I am a graduate of Hamburger University. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But um, some of those things are ingrained in mm-hmm. you know, people handling and people skills and, and you know, the whole gamut of running a restaurant. Pretty well known mm-hmm. for doing it right. Yes, they are. Right, and you guys are in the Grand Central District, which you are also, there's the Grand Central District Association, is it? Yes. That you are a part of, as well as several others. Yes. And we're going to get into those briefly, but before we get off of the restaurant, let's make sure everybody knows where you guys are. It's in the Grand Central District at 3063 Central Ave. Yes. And, and you never said the name. It's Punky's Bar and Grill. Punky's Bar and Grill. <laughs> I said it in the very beginning. Oh, did yes. you? Okay, yeah. okay. Right on the corner of 31st and Central. Yes. Oh, okay. Awesome. And the website is punkiesbar.com. Definitely check out the website because you will see a whole slew of events listed. You guys stay busy with the events, but check out the menu too. And I think, Lori, you were saying before that the atmosphere of the place is kind of jovial. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like if you, you look at the logo and the menu, it's, it's very whimsical. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you're going to start wanting to eat some food when you look at that menu because uh, you guys have a, a lot of good stuff on there. We have a lot of good menu items and we have a great happy hour um, every day till seven. It's buy one, get one. You get a happy hour chip. Mm-hmm. You can use it that for, day or come back from open time. Open to close. Okay. And you guys open at open 11. To seven. Right. You guys right. open at 11 every day for happy hour. And yeah. 11 to 7, that's awesome. Yeah. 
And then we have other drink specials at seven till close, mm-hmm. know, different liquors. You know, we do a lot of the St. Pete distillery liquors. Yes. Um, as, 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 your, support, as your wells? As, as like the uh, Banyan Reserve No, as the vodka. special. Oh, as after, the special. From gotcha. seven to close. So. Yeah. I love Banyan Reserve vodka. I order it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We will be right back, and we will be talking about some other stuff that Brian is involved in. We'll be right back. How many times have you heard a restaurant say that they have healthy food that actually tastes great? I've heard it a lot, but unfortunately, it's usually one or the other and not both until the brass bowl came around. Right. Their food actually is healthy and tastes so darn delicious. So good. They use organic ingredients and responsibly sourced seafood. Brass Bowl offers gluten-free, vegan, and carnivorous options. There truly is something for everyone. You will find imaginative flatbreads, bowls, and tasty delicious small plates. With options like fresh roasted seasonal veggies, 24-hour sous vide hanger steak, house-smoked salmon, and free-range chicken breast. And up front, they have a cold-pressed juice station and separate menu with juice bowls and elixir shots. It's like two open kitchens in one. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is really on the cutting edge of the fast, casual culture that is enjoying so much fame these days. Go get bowled over by Brass Bowl. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is located at 656 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. And you can check them out on the web at BrassBowlKitchen.com. Have you been to Pacific Counter? It is one of the newest fast casual concepts located on one of the fastest growing blocks in St. Pete, the 600 block of Central Avenue. They offer build your own bowls, burritos, or salads with a variety of the freshest bases, toppings, and sauces to satisfy anyone's craving and put you in charge. There are actually 6,432,189 combinations possible. Overwhelmed by build your own? I know that I sometimes am, Well, you can also choose from their counter creations menu already picked for you. The first couple of times we ate there, that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to get adventurous. For bases, they offer sushi rice, brown rice, noodles, or greens. Sushi rice seems to be the norm, but I'm not a big rice person, so I finally tried the noodles, and to say I fell in love is an understatement. They are actually sweet potato noodles, I found out later, and I have no idea how they make them seem like rice noodles. I added fresh tuna and salmon, my choice of toppings and a sauce, which I didn't even need because the bowl was so good without it. I told Kevin I could eat this every day and I would probably lose weight and love it at the same time. If you haven't checked out Pacific Counter, I would highly recommend it. They are open for lunch and dinner, have a variety of unique alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink options, and they have the beloved Dole Whip. Find your fresh at Pacific Counter. Pacific Counter is located at 660 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. They are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 11 a.m. to midnight on Friday and Saturday. Okay, Kevin, now it's time for you to answer the Fast Five Foodies questions. Are you ready? Yes. What's your favorite food? Everything on the menu at Salty J's, especially the Toss Big Blue, which is basically a giant hamburger salad with a ton of blue cheese. The buffalo chicken salad is really awesome. And I love their tacos, especially the uh, Placido Bio tacos and the Sweet Thai taco. Also, if you like burgers, the Big Tex Burger is a nice big monster one. I just want to shove that whole thing in my face. And then the, the Big J's Loaded Sirloin Philly. You love that one. Yes, I do love that one. It's so good. And Mrs. Salty's favorite massive hot dog. It is huge. It's a freaking half pound and literally as big as your head. Yes. So what's your least favorite food? Anything that's not from Salty J's. Goofhead. 
What's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? Uh, duh. Salt or pepper? Salt. EJ's. And can you cook? Yes, but I'm not cooking anymore. I just go to Salty J's now. <laughs> Salty J's is on 4th Street North in the 50s, specifically 5625 4th Street North. Let's get salty. We are back! We are back! Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. We're here with Brian Longstreth from Punky's Bar and Grill, and also involved in many things in the Grand Central area and association. And you were talking about how you have Gay St. Pete House? House. Yes, and that's your bed and breakfast. Yes. So when did you start the bed and breakfast, and you, do you actually live there? I do live on site. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started in 2008. Really, it was kind of a response to the real estate market was crashing, and I didn't want to have to get a real job again. <laughs> so I thought, That's right, awesome. That's me, a very smart move. Let me convert this apartment building to a bed and breakfast, and mm-hmm. it's, it's worked out very well. And mm-hmm. uh, also, I end up getting a lot of buyers through the bed and breakfast who are coming down to visit. So right. It's, uh, Excellent. We, uh, you know, when a lot of people have, haven't heard of St. Petersburg before, so we try to get them here. Mm-hmm. And once they get out and see the city and, and fall in love with it, a lot of them have just come back and eventually bought a house. Yes, that's very wise. So how many rooms? Just six rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a real nice uh, pool area. Uh, we're one of the few clothing optional pool areas mm-hmm. in the city, so mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of our niche. Oh my God, that's awesome. Nice. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess Airbnb probably helps out a lot more now. You can do more advertising through that. We, we don't really do Airbnb. Airbnb. Really? Um, there's a couple of... Uh, LGBT directed websites. Oh, okay. And so that's where we get most of our advertising mm-hmm. is spent there. Oh, and and uh, we smart. have a lot of Airbnb around us. And mm-hmm. when we're full, we say, you know, check out the Airbnb that are near us, and then you can come still use our pool area. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, very nice. You are also involved in the, as I said before, the uh, Grand Central District Association, and you also have Come Out St. Pete. It's an annual event that you guys have? Come Out St. Pete is an annual event. This is our third year coming up. Uh, we started. Really, a little bit of a response to St. Pete Pride moving the parade downtown, mm-hmm. but also listening to a lot of people who wanted something for the LGBTQ community in a cooler time of year. Yes. And so we thought tying it in with National Coming Out Day, which is annually on October 11th, mm-hmm. um, we could do something in October. Uh, we keep it a day parade so the rainbows show up you know, mm-hmm. wonderfully. And a little more low-key, you know, local event than right. and St. Pete Pride has grown into an amazing, you know, event, but it's, it's gotten big. It has gotten big. And then are there other things that you do? Are there activities outside of the event during the year? We do. Um, we just had our annual art show as a part of Come Out St. Pete, mm-hmm. which the winner will be on the cover of the program. And there'll be some T-shirts and posters with that artwork. Local artists. It's a juried show. Mm-hmm. We worked with the Warehouse Arts District to host the event. Mm-hmm. That's great. One of the things is come out St. Pete is, is kind of, again, keep it local, mm-hmm. work with some of the local organizations. We obviously work very close with the Grand Central District Association mm-hmm. because the event is held there. And how does the Grand Central District Association, what, what type of activities do they uh, partake of? They do all types of different things. Uh, the, the growth of the restaurants in the district has been amazing. And so a lot of their events are focused around the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, we're finishing up the Uh, Battle of the Burger, Mm -hmm. uh, the burger contest in many of the restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a chili cook-off in the the, uh, winter Mm -hmm. that will be coming up soon. Yeah, we've judged in that before. 
um, several years ago. Which is a fun one. Yeah. And in um, other events throughout the year, some of them are related to the shopping and some of the home decor businesses that are in the district. It's, there's such a variety mm-hmm. in the Grand Central District. No chains of any mm-hmm. type. So it's all local. Right. We have uh, definitely made it to the Grand Central District a lot more recently. As of late, we used to just kind of hang downtown, but Uber makes that easy to do. <laughs> it does. And, you know, the Central mm-hmm. Avenue trolley runs through the mm-hmm. district. Uh, they're getting ready for the bus rapid transit. Just uh, to me, again, the, the amazing growth of the restaurants and bars in the district is from what it was 15 years ago. Absolutely. Uh, is, is amazing. We've got some great new restaurants like uh, Baba mm-hmm. and Sophia's. Sophie's. Yes, um, Sophie's. Lolita's. No, it is Sophia's. It is Sophia's. Is it Sophia's? Yeah. yeah. The funny thing is the, do- the, it's dog, is the dog. Yeah. Ah. the dog is Sophie. The dog is Sophie. And for Lolita's, the dog is Lola. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I know it's confusing. But, but. but you know, it, it is really cool that new places open up. And on the one hand, you might think, well, gee, that, that's more competition. But on the other hand, it's more reasons to go. Like Lori was saying, you know, years ago, I don't know, I might go to the Grand Central District once in a year from downtown. Now we're maybe more like once a month, mm-hmm. if not more. If not more. But just because there's more things, you know, you want to go see the new place. And then when you see the new place, you're like, oh, we need to go there too. And there and there and there. Yeah. And that's with, with the Grand Central District. That's some of the things we've tried to do with some of the food contests is mm-hmm. a lot of people start to realize the food is there. Mm-hmm. But then while they're there, we have them. We can say, oh, there's great little shops here. There's antiques. Right. There's home mm-hmm. decor. And all the professional services. There's mm-hmm. a lot of attorneys and, and CPAs and a couple of realtors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. A couple of long stress. Right. <laughs> On the real estate side, are you uh, commercial or uh, residential? I, I've done both. both? I've okay. done quite a bit of both. Mostly residential. But when we started in the Grand Central District, one of the reasons we moved there is uh, to do property management. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. One, one of the business owners had just bought 14 buildings there when it was almost all warehouse. That wow. sounds like something that would need some management. Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and he didn't want to keep them warehouse. So it was, you know, trying to turn that into to retail spaces. Was, That's pretty cool. It was pretty fun and interesting. Yeah. To, and then if somebody follow. wanted to contact you regarding real estate, what should they do? Our real estate website is sellstpete.com. Okay. That's a great domain name. That yeah. is a great domain name. Early. Started early. Yeah. Mine's downtownlorybrown.com. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin That's built great. that website for me. So tell us about Come Out St. Pete. Come Out St. Pete uh, kicks off on Thursday, October 3rd mm-hmm. with the Taste of Grand Central. Right. And what we have is a lot of the restaurants and bars and coffee shops have all agreed to donate a portion of their proceeds from that day to Come Out St. Pete. Mm-hmm. So That's we, great. So we just encourage people to go out and you know, go have coffee at Community Cafe and, and mm-hmm. Black Crow Coffee and then go have lunch at Old Key West or mm-hmm. Punky's and then go have dinner at... at uh, Casita Taqueria and Baba, and, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got some, some trophy fishes also participating this year. So we've got right. a lot of the new restaurants are participating, and, and some of the, the old favorites are still around right. and supporting the event. That's great. And then, so you have a different uh, thing every day, so that's Thursday, and then Friday? Friday, there's a couple of different parties. There's a um, Vogue Ball mm-hmm. event at the VFW, okay, uh, which is actually, we're partnering with them and raising funds for them to renovate their theater upstairs. Oh, great which is an amazing building, and it's going to be great when they do it. But mm-hmm. right now, it's kind of off limits. But though <laughs> um, so we're doing that, the, there'll be a party at the Dog Bar um, okay. on Friday night also, which is one of our favorite hangouts. Yes. I just took Lola for the first time a couple of weeks ago. I was yeah. a little overwhelmed. 
You know, <laughs> I, I've taken my dog whiskey there, and the first time is a little, you know, stressful well, for them. Then I realized I could keep her over in the small part, and right. it's a lot better. <laughs> There are, some, there are some big dogs there. <laughs> yes, there are some huge dogs there. The owners had the, one of the biggest dogs. Yes, yeah, the Great Dane. Yeah. So that's Saturday? Yes. That's uh, Friday. Friday, Friday that's night. Friday. And then Saturday is our big day. That's the parade. parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically runs from 20th Street down to 31st. Mm-hmm. And then we open up the street, and there's a festival on the right-of-way. So it's a sidewalk festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were expecting about 120 vendors throughout the district. Nice. And it's kind of neat. We did that last year for the first time, and there was it, we just saw the great interaction on the sidewalk between the businesses and the vendors. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why we, it kind of like opening up the street again, allowing for parking, right, and keep that really great vibe on the sidewalks. That's great. Excellent. We will make sure that our blog post for this episode, we will put links mm-hmm. for the event. I'm sure there's the list of the restaurant restaurants that are participating. Yes. Those are the places you want to make sure you go during those few days. Yep. There's more events. We have a bunch of events at some of the different sponsors, and, and then the Sunday is a party at uh, the Hurricane Seafood Restaurant mm-hmm. on Paso Grill. Mm-hmm. Um, on their rooftop, we're doing kind of a tea dance, mm-hmm. old-style tea dance party. Fun. Right. Comeoutstpete.org is the website. They'll have all the events listed and great, and great ways to participate. It sounds awesome. Now, that parade is going backwards from the way it used to go because it used to start at Georgie's yes. on 31st and yeah. go the other direction. Yeah, we, we decided to switch See, it up I a little bit. That. I got yeah. that. <laughs> Try to take advantage of some of the parking that's on the the, the east end of the district and and, right. and on thirty first, right. and then uh, again it's it's a you know a short local parade. It's uh, one of the fun things we have is about a four hundred foot long rainbow flag that oh, we wow. unfurl at the end of the parade route and kind of walk it down the street. And that's awesome. The, the experience of doing that is. is great for people just to be able to run and mm-hmm. hang on to it and you kind of look up and down the street or under the flag or over the flag and mm-hmm. just a really special experience on us i'm too bad we will be out of town i'm sorry that we're going to miss it but um i'm sure there are lots of listeners out there that will be very excited to hear all that and brian you wanted to mention uh, some sponsors of come out st pete yes we still have some time for some sponsors to join us but currently we have a couple of our bigger sponsors is metro wellness and uh, community centers Tito's Vodka has come aboard as a big sponsor, so nice. we're doing specials in all the different restaurants and bars. Mm-hmm. Um, Certera Wellness is a medical marijuana supplier. Mm-hmm. Um, they're one of our title sponsors. Nice. And uh, so they'll be there with a huge booth, and they have a nice entry into the parade. Uh, Home Shopping Network, Tech Data, and, and a lot of the bars and restaurants in the district are more showing their support. And so who's in charge of getting the sponsors? That's me. Oh, good job. I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Longstreth, thank you so much. Punky's Bar and Grill at 3063 Central Ave North. We have Gay St. Pete House and Come Out St. Pete. Watch for that one coming up. And if you're in town, you definitely head to the Grand Central District and party down from Thursday through Sunday, yes? It's fun. And And Sunday's at the beach. Yes, Sunday's at the beach. Uh, There is a brunch at Old Key West uh, that we'll be promoting with Tito's. And then we... It is an event for all ages and all orientations. It's welcoming to everybody. Yes. And that was comeoutstpete.org. Right. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. We will be right back. Food lovers, how would you like to get half off of your entrees and adult beverages for you and your guests at many of the area's best local restaurants? Thanks to Club Saver, now you can all day, every day. 
Club Sabres members get half off their entrees and adult beverages at over 50 of the Bay Area's leading eateries and drinkeries. Imagine a juicy steak dinner with all the trimmings half off. Your favorite seafood dinner half off. Plus, vegan and gluten-free options are often available. Enjoy drinks? You and your guest will enjoy half off your favorite beer, wine, or cocktail. As a member of Club Saver, you may visit your favorite venues as often as you like, as well as discover new locations where the food is delicious and the price is right. Visit clubsaver.com now for the restaurant list and discover how easy it is to join and start saving money while dining at the area's popular local restaurants. At under $30 a month, the membership pays for itself in one night out. Members love the smartphone ID and the ease of use. Let them know we sent you by using our custom referral code, St. Pete Foodies. Enjoy more, explore more, savor more. Clubsaver.com. This is Julie Black. Dave Eichenberger on guitar. You're listening to St. Pete Foodies Podcast Maybe in your house or your car Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. For our musical guest today, Jordan Esker is back with us with a new single and new group called the Tampa Supergroup, which is a unique collaboration of local artists, including Blake Daniels. Welcome back to the show, Jordan. Yes, welcome Thanks. back. Yeah. So Thanks you, for having me again. Yep, you were previously on for episode 21, which was January 22nd this year. Wow, okay. Does it seem that fast. long ago, no, right? It's, yeah. And at the time, we declared you the most foodie musician that we've ever had on the podcast. Uh-huh. Some of the reasons were that you actually listened to the Bon Appetit Foodcast, uh-huh. which is what they call their podcast. You read the book, Salt, Fat, Acid, uh-huh. Heat. Mm-hmm. I haven't made it all the way through yet, maybe about halfway. Uh, but we did find a foodie match for you nice with <laughs> ashley smith and the random occurrence oh really okay but not ashley uh, they were on in may uh-huh. and it was actually nick ewing from her band yeah and he was like giving us recipes and stuff he it, it was it was an, definitely an extended interview he just performed with us recently at oh, our awesome. ep release show did you guys talk food at all no I, we haven't made that connection <laughs> yet but next time i next see him time, i man. definitely will I talk yeah, to him pretty just often. make sure you don't have anything planned right away after that <laughs> well don't forget julie black too Oh, right. We had a couple, Let's, like back-to-back yeah, ones. Julie, Julie Black and... She sings the song in the, yes. in the podcast with his oh, name on it. Nice. I can't remember her. Don't put this part in there. I'll have to look out for her. <laughs> I'll have to look out for Julie then when mm-hmm. I, if I meet her out and about. Yeah. So, so cool. you guys are the musician super foodies. Dave Eisenberg. Nice. Da- there you go, on guitar. <laughs> That's another one I'll look yes. for. But now... In addition to being a super foodie, you also have a super group, the Tampa <laughs> Super Group. Yeah. And we're going to get into that in a moment. Yeah. But we need to talk some food. You already did the Fast Five Foodies question, so anybody that wants to know your answers to that needs to go back to episode 21. Yeah. So the question is, there's, there's so many new places that keep opening. Are there any new places that you have been to lately that you recommend? 
I will say, uh, not a new place, but revitalized uh, Bandit just added all the food options, uh-huh. um, okay. breakfast options on right. the weekend, and they're all really, really good. Mm-hmm. And that is filling a void that I feel like has been in the food scene for a while that we see a lot in other towns where it's um, usually breakfast, lunch-based meals that are um, can be quick, can be sat down with, um, have a lot of attention put into, you know, uh, a well-made meal, good ingredients, good taste. Mm-hmm. Um, that really blew me away when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've I've been looking at a lot of coffee shops lately, basically. But um, that's kind of at the top of my mind right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of rediscovering cool. some places. Yeah, we just came back from lunch at uh, German Noodle. Yeah, it's on okay. the nine hundred block of Central. It's uh, right, actually, right next to Bavaro's. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we were uh, impressed. Very yeah. impressed. I'm glad to be impressed. Yeah, very, I have not tried impressed. it. There's not a lot of German food around here, and uh, we tried one other place that uh, we won't name. Yeah, it doesn't qualify. Sure, (laughs) sure. (laughs) But uh, we were happy that this one uh, lived up to its promise. It kind of felt like I I just describing it to Kevin while we were there. I feel like this is a place you would wander into in New York City, like an an offside road, uh, you know, somewhere in New York City that only the locals know about. Like that's what it felt like. The owner. Was German, uh, or, or you said he flew in the? Um, uh, well, he seems like he's German. We, you know, we think that because right. it's a German restaurant. German restaurant. And he has a kind of a German accent, but then he said he was in the Yugoslavian Air Force. I think, oh, nice. flying like okay. super so- a supersonic yeah. jet. So he by himself really <laughs> runs the front of the house because there's not many seats in there, maybe ten. Yeah, and a counter. Yeah, and um, he ex- describes and explains to you. His name is Tazo, T A Z O. Okay, and he explains to you everything on the walls and why he's got those paintings up there. And Dang. anyway, the menu is very simple. Yeah, I you've saw. Got, I looked at yeah, the menu a bit. Yeah, you've got your your. Uh, yeah, and, and we went after we saw two or three really good reviews in our own Facebook group. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he, usually we're the ones that do the review yeah. and people go, but this time it's the other way around. That's and, awesome. And another new place mm-hmm. that opened, it opened May. It seems like it just opened like a couple weeks ago, but the Beer Boutique. Yes, I did go there. You that did? That was okay. really good. Very good, what, right? What did you have? Really good burger. I got, um, I can't remember which one, Oh, one of the burgers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but one of the burgers. Um, and then the fries are really good and mm-hmm. uh, really, really good beer selection. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a neat place. It's a neat place. And, and it feels very different from anything else I've been to. Do you like spicy chili? Yes. No, but do you like spicy chili? I do, but I um because some some places had, say they have spicy chili and it's American spicy chili. Yeah, this is I've some had spicy issues chili. with spicy uh, food as of late. Ah, gotcha. Ah, okay. Yeah, some, <laughs> but don't get the spicy chili there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Yes. Yes. So okay, let's yes. talk about your new group and new song. So is yeah. it a single or is this part of a an EP? So that it'll be basically they'll all be singles. Um, so uh, oh sorry, it's talking about spicy food. I have to mention um, <laughs> I have to mention the um, King of the Coop in Seminole Heights uh-huh, okay. uh, because that is very good Nashville style hot chicken. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Legit. Um, Still never had the Nashville style very, hot chicken. That's the closest you can get in the area for okay. sure. Um, it's not quite like Prince's. It's really hard to match that. Not even anybody else in Nashville really matches it, but. Definitely go there, especially if you like spicy food and if you can dig it. The, yeah. name, the name of it again? Uh, King of the Coop. Okay. Yep. I've, been seeing them post, yep. okay. I've been seeing them posted a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really good. But anyway, yeah, Tampa Supergroup essentially is going to be a different collection of musicians every time oh, cool. we do a song. So it's organized <clears throat> and filmed and recorded by uh, Black Key Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in North Tampa, and I'm a part of that too. And so basically 
you know, I did the first one with Blake, who you've had on the podcast as well. Yep, he, um, was, he was on back in October, almost a year ago, October twenty third, episode number eight. Wow. Okay. And this right now nice. we're on episode fifty four. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so another you know Blake reference here, and I think you're going to play a song as well. But essentially, what we did with this one and the format that's going to be with all of them was we'll take two artists slash bands from the scene, two to three maybe. And uh, have them do a writing day where they write a song together, and they come in our the studio and do in the writing room. They make a song, um, and then they come back on a different day, maybe a month later, and uh, bring even additional musicians or maybe just their bands, whatever they want to do, and record the whole song. Cool. cool. So we've got a new song in basically two days' work, and then we mix it. We actually release it Spotify and everywhere else, and then we put out a about a ten minute long. Um, uh, YouTube series uh, documenting the process. Oh, that's oh, very that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you have, is the YouTube link up yet? Yeah, definitely. Okay, if cool. you just search Tampa Supergroup um, on Google or anywhere, okay, cool. it'll come up really quickly. Cool. I'll, I'll put that in the blog post for the podcast. Awesome. And remind me again uh, what your instrument is. I play kind of everything in a rock band. On this on this song, I played bass and piano, but um, in did the you, band, I usually play guitar and piano. Did you write it on bass. piano? We kind of were going back and forth between guitar and keys because there was a piano in the room, so we were like going back and forth. Do you know why I ask? No. Because usually a guitar player uh-huh. is not going to write a song in the key of B flat. It's a weird <laughs> uh-huh. key for guitar. I tune to E flat. Okay, so standard. it's a tuning. Okay. So, uh, well, so yeah, I usually, and actually this song was in E flat, and uh, so I think that might be why it was. So I end up writing a lot in B flat. Okay. Actually, because right. that you know, well, although that would be B, I don't know. I just end up. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was. A, it's, it starts on a B flat. Yeah, and it goes is. back and forth to the E flat, and yeah. uh, so there's a little arpeggio riff hitting the like the mid D note in the B flat chord, uh-huh. and it sounds like there are three guitars: one on chords with the arpeggios, second with the high accenting notes, and then a pedal steel guitar. Correct. Yeah, it's not pedal steel. It's a just a lap lap steel lap. or okay. a lap slide. But yeah. Right. But it has that same sound. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like a country, country <coughs> sound, or Depending it could even be it. a Hawaiian sound. Yeah, yeah. Kevin loves these segments. He gets to go back to his musical roots. Yes, nice. So, yeah. <laughs> so next man uh, sounds like it might be a song about when she's moving on to the next guy. Yeah, sort of. It's kind of. It's so funny because Blake and I have both been in relationships for, um, well, between us about like four or five years. Um, and he just got engaged too. So it's nothing we've experienced in recent years, (laughs) but it's something we knew of and it just kind of came about, we were writing it and then, you know, a certain line just kind of came forward as sounding good with a melody Mm -hmm. and then we just went with that theme. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Creative process. You got to go with it. Yep. So on Facebook, we can find you at Jordan Esker and the hundred percent. And the website is also it's all spelled out Jordan Esker, so J O R D A N, Esker, E S K E R, and A N D, the 100% all spelled out. Mm-hmm. And you could com. just go to jordanesker.com as well. It'll, you could. It'll, <laughs> yeah. It'll be a lot yeah. easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but shorter. Yeah. So, Jordan, thank you so much. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We will see you again soon, and we should get some food together. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. We should. Here we are with the Tampa Supergroup and Next Man.
comments on last week's show with Scott and Heather Brookie from the Beer Boutique. Margot Ellis, so glad you're doing well. Sure miss your burgers. Looks like we have a lot of uh, comments from Key West people. Susan Cambanis, congratulations. Kyle Bow, Key West is happy for your success, but we miss you so much. Michelle Denise Rose says, miss the fish and chips. Michelle McLean says, love you guys. James Spath Jr. and the Rice Krispie Treats. Patty Wilson Crimmins, so now I can say I knew you when. You rock, stars of Bison Burgers. So please give us a comment wherever you listen or on Facebook. And tell us your favorite part of this specific episode or what you like about the show in general. And we will mention your name and read your comment on next week's show. New items on stpetersburgfoodies.com include a review of Paul's Landing at the Vinoy. It's outstanding. You don't want to miss this review. And even more fun, the 10 best dives in St. Pete and the surrounding area titled 5 plus 5 of the best dives. So check that out. On next week's podcast, we have Tony Polaro from the Red Mesa Group. And that's a wrap for this episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guests, Brian Longstreth and Jordan Esker. And thanks to our sponsors. Booyah Ramen, The Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery, Pacific Counter, Salty Jays, Club Saver, and, and Engine, Engine Number, number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News, and our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. I ordered some spaghetti with marinara sauce and I got egg noodles and ketchup.